Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Who would ever thought my biggest nightmare would be the most successful thing that's ever happened? I remember flipping the big candy gap, went off course, caught a pedal on a branch, flipped over the handlebars. When I went to get up to go do my second run, couldn't move anything from my waist. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Desert Island This Breaks. I'm Hannah, and I'm here with Paul Basagotia, better known probably as Paul Bass. Hi, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So, Paul, we are going to send you off to a desert island for the rest of your days. But before we send you off, we're going to like find out a bit of your life through the medium of bikes. So think about what you're going to have as, as you play God and you choose your own island. And we'll get to that in a bit. Okay. So I said we've definitely not had an Emmy Award winner on Desert Island Disc Breaks yet. So that's, that's kind of a, a niche claim in the mountain bike world. Maybe one you wouldn't have chosen. Yeah, that's that's a wild, right? Um, who would ever thought my biggest nightmare would be the most successful thing that's ever happened to me? I mean, winning an Emmy Award as a uh, mountain biker, yeah, as you said, that doesn't happen often and uh, pretty wild that uh, that it happened to me. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, when I started filming my documentary, any one of us, I had no intentions ever actually making a feature film with it. I thought it was going to be like a little YouTube one one and um, help, you know, educate people in this uh, field of spinal cord injuries. And I had no idea that it was going to become uh, much bigger. And next thing you know, Rebels on board, HBO comes in and buys it, throws it on their platform, and we end up winning the sport, Sebi. Yeah. Now then, just for those who might not, the people that might be listening might not realize the story. And uh, I don't want to dwell on the worst day of your life or the worst thing that ever happened to you, but fill people in on what happened at Rampage in 2015. 
Yeah, so in 2015, I was competing at the Red Bull Rampage, had the dream run. It was the year for me to finally be on that podium. I won all the sub events. I won all the pump track events. But one of that that I could never get on the podium was the Red Bull Rampage. In 2015, I had a very unique line and felt very confident that that year was going to be the year for me. And I remember dropping in super calm, collective, and had tons of confidence of what I was going to do. And everything worked out perfectly fine. I remember flipping the big cannon gap, doing a big 270 on the hip, dropping down into the last two drops, and just went a little too fast, overshot that drop, went off course, caught a pedal on a branch, flipped over the handlebars, landed on my back, and knocked the wind out of me. And... Right when I finally caught my breath, I was so mad because I had the winning run and I was like, damn it, I have to go up and do it again. When I went to go to get up to go do my second run, I couldn't move anything from my waist down. And uh, as an athlete, that's like, I think everyone's like worst nightmare. And, um, Next thing you know, a helicopter's coming in, picking me up, and that uh, takes me to the hospital. And the doctor said, hey, you burst fracture your T12 vertebrae. All his bone fragments are stuck in your spinal cord. We're going to have to go in and take all the little fragments out. And the chances of you recovering um, is, is not looking too good. And uh, next thing you know, went to ICU. I had a big operation, woke up, and had no movement. So I was sober, realized, and, and uh, the journey begun. Like you say, like the, the movie is any one of us, and like just clipping a pedal and landing like that, it, it could be any one of us. And incredibly, though, you're here on a bike launch today, and you're back riding bikes. So people can watch your movie if they want to hear the full story of that. Let's go back in time to your very first bike and when you learned to ride, when was that? So I started riding bikes at a very young age. Uh, my first legit BMX bike I got when I was six years old. It was a Robinson SST, and I used to ride that thing every single day, jumping over the newspapers, off the curbs, building these little ghetto ramps. Uh, and uh, it was like the dream bike. I remember going to the bike shop with my mom and pointing at that shiny chrome robinson sst and said that's the one and uh i ended up outgrowing that and after that when i was like seven and a half i started racing bmx so then i got my first bmx racing bike and that was a power light now i am hearing this more and more like people with all the skills they started in bmx like yeah that that seems to be the way go like people should be buying their kids bmx's and not mountain bikes they're a lot cheaper well, I, I agree, actually. I think you should start on a BMX bike because it will help with your bike handling skills. It will help with your uh, pumping. It's uh, it's a lot harder to ride a, a BMX bike than this with a mountain bike. Like a mountain bike helps you so much mm-hmm. that it, it kind of messes up with your skills. With a BMX bike, it's like you got to be razor sharp or you pay the consequences, right? So. I'm okay with that theory. Start with the BMX bike and graduate to a mountain bike. 
And I think you will be a better uh, cyclist long-term if you do that. Mm -hmm. Well, go on and tell us about your first memorable off-road ride. Like, where did you get onto the dirt and think, yeah, this could be the place to be? I was going off-road when I was seven years old. Right. So, I mean, depending where you want to go with this, I mean, I remember my first, like, off-road mountain bike trail. I was with uh, Cameron Zink. Cameron Zink's the one that got me into mountain biking. And we lived to this little local spot in our town called the Pine Nuts. And it was my first time on a downhill bike. And I just remember right then, I was like, man, it's so crazy what you're able to do on a mountain bike. Because I came from a BMX background. And the stuff that we were riding, there was no way you would be able to ride down on a BMX bike. And literally, after that day, I was like, I'm never going to touch my BMX bike ever again. Because... I am able to now ride all over the place and not even be stressed about it. But all in it with Cam Zinc for your first mountain bike ride, that's, that's a good place to start, I think. Yeah, the only way it was up for that, surely. And what was the first mountain bike that you owned then? Well, I didn't own a mountain bike for the first like year, year of my career, basically. Yeah? I mean, when I won Crankworks, I borrowed Zinc's Santa okay. Cruz Chameleon, like Zinc. Let me borrow his mountain bike to enter Crankworks. Then uh, I think my very first legit mountain bike, I think it was like literally when I signed with Kona Bikes. Right. Like when I had like a factory ride. Uh, Santa Cruz did give me a bike right after I won Crankworks, but um, like I said, I had it for like a month before I signed with uh, Kona. Firmly. So yeah, Kona was like a very... Uh, like first legit mountain bike that I had and that's right when I signed with the brand. So have you ever bought a bike with your own money? Not a mountain bike. Not a mountain bike? No. I think I only bought my very first BMX bike. Right. Like I had, I had a factory uh, ride when I was uh, eight years old for BMX. So I always got free BMX bikes as well. And I didn't even buy it. My mom bought it. So <laughs> when I was seven years old, I think that was the only bike that my mom had to pay for. And me... As a person, I'd never had to purchase a bike. So, uh, there's, a, there's a definite pattern building up here as I do these interviews with, with people. Like, you should start on BMX and you should never abuse your own money to buy a bike. And this, this seems to be the, the step of stones to being a great rider. <laughs> have you ever had a bike stolen? Never had a bike stolen. Wow. I had an electric motorcycle stolen recently, like a year ago. Um, I had a little Suraz electric motorcycle mm-hmm. and uh, I just moved to LA. Someone decided that they wanted that motorcycle more than I did and ended up stealing it from me. And I was like 20 feet away from it. I didn't, I didn't see it happen. And I literally just, I got caught slipping. I was zoning yeah. out, looking at the sunset and actually, you know, someone went in and, yeah, and swooped it from me. So, uh, but I never had like a mountain bike stolen. never had anything really stolen from me. And that was the first time I ever had anything stolen from me. And uh, it sucked. Well, hopefully it wasn't too much of a long walk home from wherever you were. No, I ended up getting a ride back <laughs> from a friend. So you get to choose your island that we're going to send you off to. So what kind of rock, soil, and climate things are you going to choose? You get to design it yourself. You're a god. Okay. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It would just be like a, a mountain that's uh, at a pretty mellow slow with some uh some tabletop some doubles some hips uh some rollers some, something that's super flowy that i enjoy riding there would there'd be no rocks on this side no rocks there'd be no rocks i hate rock gardens i hate climbing up rocks i hate chatter this would be like butter smooth it would be paradise for me so what we've been running here must be like pretty low down on your list of, of stuff because there's quite a lot of rock guys are awful they just <laughs> this type of running it, and it's rocky this type of riding is literally like the worst stuff for me i can't move my feet so when i uh go over rock gardens or doing any technical climbs my feet are always like fall off the pedals and i don't wear clips because i like i said i can't move my feet so i can't get out of the pedals so it's very important for me to like ride the stuff that I know that I'm like very confident in and that's like flow trails smooth like not having your feet locked up yeah I don't like yeah I don't like the rock gardens my body I'm I'm my body doesn't like me either right so like and getting back on the bike uh you're still riding yeah flat pedals and like standard shoes have you tried like various adaptations or have you made any adaptations to help you get back on the bike was it just a standard build um i i I have this custom uh, ankle brace on my right foot and that helps stabilizes the foot in a neutral position for me to be on the bike the proper way to still be able to like turn and jump uh i think that's like the only thing like i did as far as like modifications as far as like getting back on the bike where i'm happy uh as far as the bike goes it's it's um it's all stock for the most part that's pretty cool yeah yeah because i mean adaptive bikes have come on a long way but grazing you don't don't have to have like something that's as specialist as that because they're still really hard to get yeah yeah the bike itself is uh then no modifications whatsoever on it um it's just like i said my right foot is the only thing that i have to put this special brace on to be able to do what i love to do and you can still do it better than most of us say (laughs) Is there a bike that you wish you'd had, but you never owned? Maybe because you had the wrong sponsor and you weren't allowed it. I mean, definitely not about my career, no. Uh, maybe maybe as a child. Gosh. Mm. I don't think so. Really? No. My like, position's been. I, every bike I own, I was so stoked on. So there weren't any that are like total dogs that you're like, oh, this just isn't working for me. Oh, I had some like shitty bikes for sure, but... uh no bike styles like oh i wish i had that or i i want that like very badly like i never had that instinct 
uh, like that I need something. Mm-hmm. But as far as like riding shitty bikes, I've had that happen right. through my career for sure with some brands. That must be difficult. It is, but uh, the good thing is uh, the bikes I'm talking about weren't the bikes that paid the bills. Right. It wasn't a self-style bike. It was a um, like a downhill bike. It was like a bike that like I had to maybe film on, but at the end yeah. of the day, it wasn't like a bike that I rode every day. And you mentioned slope-style bikes. That, like We seem to be seeing fewer and fewer pure slope-style bikes. Has the technology moved on? Are they just forgotten about and out of fashion? What's what do you think's going on? Who's buying slope style bikes? Who's doing three sixty down whips, triple flips? I had a signature slope style bike with Coda, right? Mm-hmm. I know the numbers of people purchasing slope style bikes. They're very slim because people can relate to it. It's not an everyday bike. No, but neither is a downhill bike. I mean, people don't sell that many downhill bikes exactly. either. Exactly, but they still That's, make them. They still make them and. It's cool that brands are still making them, but it's not. They're not making them to get rich. They're making them because they have a big name athlete that's crushing it, and there's a lot of eyes that watch Soap Style, but they're not watching Soap Style to purchase the bikes. They're watching Soap Style because it's awesome sport to watch, and the riding is so crazy these days, and it's a very fun sport to to watch. You had a lot of support, I think, from Red Bull after your accident, so like. In the rehab and um, and that kind of thing, were right? I will always have a good relationship with Red Bull. Um, I was a I was a branded athlete for seven years with the brand, and uh, after my injury, I, I worked closely with their foundation. Wings yeah, Wings for Life. That's the one. So, like, you were fortunate enough to benefit from that. And do you think that for the athletes that are out there riding bigger and bigger stuff, and like this year we're looking at the downhill having an extra round in it. You know, they're putting their bodies on the line every time they race. Do you think there's enough support out there for them? No. No. And do you think the riders are in a position to advocate for that to change? Yeah, but they don't. Not really. They're soft. They're soft. I think if they, if they really want to make a change, I think they need to like not necessarily start a union, but they all need to like get together and, and do it in a wolf pack. Yeah. Well, there is a riders' union like starting to form now, isn't there? So maybe we'll see that kind of change. But yeah, I guess I I thought you were fortunate enough to benefit from it, and it'd be interesting to see how many others don't have that level of support behind them. Oh well, let us go to happier things. You're gonna have a lot of time on the island, I'm afraid. What skill would you like to learn with all that time that you're going to have? doesn't have to be a bike thing. The only thing I have is a bike. Like, I can't bring, like, a piano to learn how to play you can't, well, piano. Can I bring, like, a guitar, you know? Like, hey, well, that would count as your luxury item. You get to take a luxury item. Yeah, take a luxury item. Oh, yeah. But I'll let you, if you want to take a piano, I'll let you take a piano and you can pick another luxury item. Well, there's nothing that I really want to learn. I'll, so I'll do that now. Every day I'm learning you get to have an annual visit from a mechanic from a mechanic yeah to like fix some stuff on your bike that you can't be bothered to do so what would you pick get them to do for you something that i can do myself so like rebuild like a suspension (laughs) i'm gonna have to change this question because that's what everyone says (laughs) yeah something that i'm not able to do whether it's like yeah, hopefully, like, my motor didn't go out on my e-bike or hopefully... Like, oh, yeah, rewire a motor, like... Yeah. <laughs> That's the fun. <laughs> okay, and you can take a book with you. 
we'll give you a subscription to single track so you'll get some regular reading matter yeah. but you can choose your own book to take yeah is there a book that is dear to your heart um no but i'm about to start this new book joe dispensary yeah it's just talking about meditation tapping into like some neurological uh, pathways that's very hard to do naturally so i'm about to dive into this book maybe on the way back to the states right too much about it but it's been recommended to me by a few people so finally gonna uh, listen to it okay it sounds like it'll give you plenty to do as well like it sounds like there's bits of projects and self-improvement and exercises to do if you if you get really into that book so that should keep you busy you can take an album with you some music so while away the hours so what would you choose gosh well if i'm stuck in an island it better be some type of island vibes music so like maybe like a bob marley or something it's something oh, yeah. like fitting that environment you're gonna go for the chilling out not the motivating no i mean if you're stuck in an island you better be just chilling <laughs> okay and then to aid with this chilling or indeed your just general happiness on the island a luxury item I don't like that question. I don't, how about like a like like? How about this? <laughs> you can try me. <laughs> how about you could bring like a person? No. Like one, like one visitor. Can you be like a visitor, like a no. friend? Sorry, uh, no. And work. and the luxury item can't be something you'd use to escape or communicate with either. Yeah. The rules. Yeah. Like feel God. So it be God. So it could be like a phone or something. No. Could it be? Um, luxury item would be um, what makes what makes me happy like right now. Okay, I would you know what like that island it's gonna be surrounded by hot water and stuff. So I would bring my cold plunge. Okay. Yeah, because that water is gonna be hot. So uh, you know, hot springs and cold springs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So because I'm gonna keep continue getting strong and working out. So like for my rehab stuff, I need to dip my body in some very cold temperatures to help get stronger. Okay. So I'll bring my cold plunge. Cold plunge. Yeah. Well, I hope that you have a strong and long life on this island as we sent you off. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for having me. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.